0: You're listening to Talking Tricks, the home of amazing stories from magic, circus, variety, and comedy performers. Hello and welcome to Talking Tricks with me, just Lawrence Abel, alone, by myself, in the departure lounge at Singapore Airport. Um, This is a bit of a weird one, really, podcast-wise, only in that it's breaking from our usual format of Kane and I doing a little bit of a hello, at the beginning, followed by an interview with someone from the world of comedy, magic, circus, or variety. And I, I promise we will rejoin that format very, very soon. But the reason that we're having a break from that format is a reason that will result in you having some amazing interviewees. I'm on my way to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Anyone that's listened to this podcast, or in fact, Follows along with our social media will know that Kane and I opened Breaking the Magician's Code with Kane and Abel on March the 5th and we run all the way through to the 17th of the Adelaide Fringe Festival. On the 1st and 2nd of March we are at the Stirling Fringe but right now I am in the departure lounge at Singapore Airport, there's people cleaning the carpet. In the background there's some soft music being played and I've just spent a lovely 38 hours in Singapore, and I'll be giving you my top tips on what to do if you visit that city coming up on the show. Also, I'll share exactly what you need to do if you want to perform at the Adelaide Fringe Festival, like we will be for the next few weeks. But this is a bit of a tour diary, I suppose, and I should tell you that it's been one hell of a journey, but a really long one. And uh, we left London Sunday morning, arrived in Singapore Monday morning, we stayed up until about 2 maybe about 2 p.m and then we had a little sleep 2 p.m to 5 p.m then we went up we went into Singapore and it's Tuesday night I'm leaving Kane is there for another 24 hours I'll tell you about everything we've done in Singapore if you've been planning a visit if you've never thought about visiting or if you've been find out what I liked about it and as I said I will promise to tell you exactly what you need to do If you want to perform at the Adelaide Fringe Festival, people often say to me that those performing at Adelaide Fringe Festivals are the very best from the Edinburgh Fringe Festivals. You need to have done well in Edinburgh. You need to have a bit of gravitas behind you if you're going to come all the way to Adelaide. So, by us taking a financial risk last year, it increased our profile. And we're back this year to hopefully do even better. But as this is just a sort of man talking into a microphone, I'm going to have a go at playing you a few songs here. So coming up now is one of my favourite songs that I listen to when I'm on these big, long journeys. And I'll be back after this. The number one podcast for great stories from the world of magic, circus, comedy and variety. You're listening to Talking Tricks. Great stories in the world of magic, circus, comedy and variety. You're listening to Talking Drift. So there we go. Just a little bit of that song for you. I hope you realise why that is the song I chose to play you. I'll be playing you a little bit of another song coming up soon and hopefully you'll enjoy that. But for those of you just joining us, as they would say on the radio, i mean Singapore. I've had an amazing time and my top tips really for you if you're planning to ever visit this amazing country that I have have absolutely adored my time here is the Gardens by the Bay. It is essentially a futuristic or alien planets looking and feeling botanical gardens you arrive and there's humongous humongous tree like purple structures with plants all on them and you can have a drink at the top of one and it really does feel like you're you're in an episode of Futurama and you can walk and walk all around these botanical gardens and have a great time it's free to get there you can pay to walk in a higher place and you can also pay to go into the big greenhouses they are essential but they're like cloud rooms so you go in there and and they create clouds in these greenhouses so it's an amazing atmosphere you're in there and you've got clouds indoors and they even somehow manage to make them rain so it's amazing it's like it's own little eco universe and it really is fantastic so the gardens by the bay which of course is right by the marina by the bay hotel which is a six star hotel it's not where we stayed i wouldn't mind staying there but it is a really fun hotel it's worth just going and having a look around it's got its own shopping mall it's got its own casino it's got the infinity pool at the top on the 57th floor anyone that sort of types into instagram Singapore, you're going to see the gardens by the bay, you're going to see that infinity pool, and you're going to think it's absolutely amazing. And of course the other main thing that people would advise you do when you are in Singapore is go and visit Raffles Bar, named after the man himself. The man they say built Singapore, A Mr Raffles, arrived in 1887. He wanted to open Singapore up as a, as a trading post, and in that he built a bar, And in that bar they built a drink, and that drink is known as the Singapore Sling. You might have had one in the UK, you might have even had one in an all-bar one. But it is a delicious drink, one that I very much enjoyed, and um, one that I'd recommend you all go and visit when you are in Singapore. The Singapore Sling, it's the home of the Singapore Sling. And um, it's quite a unique bar really, you sit there and you, and you have your Singapore sling and you have these free peanuts that you can eat and eat and eat and they're, they're in a big bag and you sit there and you eat the peanuts and you just fling the shells on the floor. So that's quite, quite unique. So I would say Gardens by the Bay and Raffles, Marina by the Bay and also whilst you're down at Marina by the Bay at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock every night there's a free light show which is phenomenal. Uh, That is the time that we were, it went dark at half seven whilst we're here, so I imagine depending on the time it goes dark would depend on when those shows are, but I'd really recommend those. But a few hidden gems for you, Hadji Street, Hadji Street is, I suppose it's, it's one street that's full of graffiti, it's the only one with street art, and it's amazing. You can get delicious beers, I've just sat in the sun for about two hours on Hadji Street drinking Coronas, I never drink Coronas but they were amazing and there's street musicians playing there and there's uh, unique independent shops that you can go in and buy things cane, bought a wallet so Haji Street is is the one I'd recommend and it's just off Arab Street which is full and full of amazing rugs so if you ever want to buy a rug check out Arab Street so that's good and of course Chinatown and in Little India are the places to visit for, for food from the hawker markets if you go there you can have a very very cheap chinese food dishes very very cheap indian dishes you can have lots and lots of small plates singapore really is a fusion city and have plates there something else when i'm talking about food ken and i also had 18 plates of sushi for lunch it cost us 12 english pounds that's six pounds each for 18 plates of sushi you can't do better than that and, well, I'm sure you're thinking, what are we going to have if we want something sweet? Well, I'll tell you what the best thing I found was Babe's ice cream. It's a vending machine that you get on absolutely almost every street corner whilst you're walking around and it, it's got a, a claw with a sucker that sucks up the ice cream, and brings it to you. It's amazing. Again, quite futuristic and fun. So those are my top tips for Singapore. We did go to the art gallery that was closed. So unfortunately, I I can't recommend that. But if you've got 24 hours or 38 like I had, that that would be a good way to spend it. Oh, I stayed at the Hotel Clover. Very good hotel. Very reasonable. Well, coming up on the podcast, as promised, I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do if you want to perform at the Adelaide Fringe. But hey, why not have another song from my travel jukebox? one podcast for great stories from the world of magic, circus, comedy and variety. You're listening to Talking Tricks. So here we are then, my dear listener. I know a lot of you are friends. I know a lot of you are people interested in the live entertainment industry. And I know a lot of you are performers. So if you're a magician, cabaret performer, circus performer, musician in fact, who's looking to take your career to the next level, then the Adelaide Fringe Festival is the place to go if you're from the uk i would of course recommend starting with the edinburgh fringe festival and for more on the edinburgh fringe festival i would recommend listening to a few of our old podcasts namely chris dugdale elliot bibby paul nathan charlie caper and uh, paul de beck of course all of these people visited the edinburgh fringe festival and you can listen to those episodes and get advice and help and tips on what you need to do to get there and that was our birth of our journey to the Adelaide Fringe Festival. We were performing at Edinburgh Fringe, we'd done it for a few years, we'd honed a show, we were touring it professionally around the world, around the UK should I say, and we wanted to branch out to Australia, where else would we rather be, rather be in February and March. So we invited a venue manager to our show in Edinburgh. This was someone who, a friend of ours, well I'll tell you who, this was someone who Paul De Beck had performed with and for in his venue and we know, that being British magicians anywhere that Paul performs, we wouldn't be too far off if we performed there. So, if they like Paul they might enjoy us. So, through Paul, we got, we got some down to the Edinburgh show, he loved the show and that was it. He said come to Adelaide. So my advice, if you're looking to go to Adelaide, it's number one tip: look in the Adelaide program now. Go online. Maybe you've got a physical copy in front of you, and you're listening to this at the Adelaide Fringe. Go for the program. See what venues similar acts to you are performing in, and just reach out to the venues. Drop them an email and just say, "Look, I'm considering performing at the festival. This is my act. Here's here's my sizzle reel. Here's my show. What do you think?" And I'm sure absolutely sure you'll get something back because the one thing I'll say with Adelaide people are so open and helping and it feels like a real community here and as I said we are returning with a new venue this year we are in at the Noel Lovian Hall it's a, it's a venue in the Botanical Garden it's a bit of a theme for this podcast that is run by Joanna Hartstone, so she's worth reaching out to and they have an amazing program of events it's theatre mainly but there's comedy there's cabaret and there's magic with us and a few other performers. Jaden Redden, with the expert at the card table, won best magic at the Adelaide Fringe last week for the first week. And um, well, there you go. If you're thinking you need to be in one of the big two venues, Gluttony or the Garden of Unearthly Delights, well, the best magic show is in the Norlovian Hall. So if you're a magician, why would you look anywhere else? We're going to be in the Norlovian Hall. It's a black box theatre. It's got all the technical requirements you could want and more and that's why we're performing there and we cannot wait so it's worth reaching out to them but as i said if you want if you fancy the two big venues the ones that people kind of just go to maybe slightly bigger tents it is gluttony and it is the garden of unearthly delights but as i said no lovin hall is it's the third big venue but those two gluttony garden of unearthly delights you can find them by reaching out to the people that run those venues Or of course, you can go on Event2tron, that's E-V-E-N-T-T-O-T-R-O-N. Now, Event2tron is a great website if you don't know it, that connects performers and venue managers for all festivals. It's actually how we originally got into Brighton. You can go on there and it's got all the festivals. It's got the, the big rooms in Edinburgh Fringe that you can apply to, Brighton Fringe, Leicester Comedy Festival. It's got all the ones in Canada. Toronto, Vancouver places like that that you can reach out and see if you're a good fit there and it has all the places in Adelaide so why not apply to Gluttony and Gardner and Earthly Delights through there if that's what you fancy or head out for Noel Hall but I really would recommend if you're from the UK first and foremost get yourself to Edinburgh Fringe maybe do a, a short run in Brighton to get used to selling tickets because there's no free shows in Australia so if you're used to maybe using that pay what you want or fiver to secure a seat but pay what you want or you know free to get in not free to leave whatever you want to call it those models in Edinburgh they don't exist in Adelaide so you'll need to get used to charging people to come to your show as you should so maybe try a few at home I know a lot of people go to Perth Perth world have a great time there Melbourne Comedy Festival sydney fringe as well which are all around adelaide one day i think we hope that we'll be there but anyway this has just been me rambling on whilst i'm studying a departure lounge and the main reason for it is i'm studying a departure lounge and my phone is broken and it's been a hell of a week actually i wasn't really going to mention it on this but on the tuesday before we were due to fly on the sunday ed was mugged His phone, wallet, passport, all stolen in London. And we spent the next four days frantically trying to firstly get that passport replaced. We never managed to get the phone replaced, so Kane and I are now both arriving in Adelaide with no phone. Because my phone seemed to die of the heat in Singapore. So, to be honest, it was reading a book or or talking to you. And as I said, due to the travel times, it looked like I wasn't going to get to put a podcast out this week. And I thought, do you know what? I'll get a few songs that I like. I'll ramble for a little bit in the middle of them and I'll put it out and if you guys want to listen to it, great but next week coming up on the podcast we will return with an interview with a star of the Adelaide Fringe Festival I'm going to get as many fringe performers to talk to me whilst I'm in Adelaide and get those podcasts out to you and then I've got a few really good ones lined up in London it's been quite nice doing this podcast we of course launched it in September my main reason for doing it I suppose I might as well mention it now Because I'm probably not going to mention it anywhere else My main reason for doing this podcast is I've been creating podcasts professionally Since 2012 I had a job Working in, uh, in journalism And I, I used to produce podcasts About the food and drink manufacturing industry And do you know what, at that point I thought If ever there was a chance to actually just do podcasts About magic Or just interview people about Live entertainment Then that would be it for me and, you know, I noticed podcasts got bigger and bigger and bigger. And you look at every comedian worth their salt has a podcast. More and more magicians are catching on to the idea that having a podcast is a good idea. I'm a big fan of professional wrestling. You'll know I probably listen to about four different wrestling podcasts a week. And then there's music podcasts. And then there's live entertainment, and comedy, and magic. So there's so many podcasts. And do you know what? I wanted my hat to be mixed. I know I can create nice audio. I am isn't going to be good because I spent years and years doing it and I studied at university to do it so I thought it has a bit of a waste of time if I don't. So I hope you enjoy it and uh, I'll be very interested to see how this podcast does because it's just me rambling for a few minutes and playing some songs but anyway I'm going to leave you. With another song from my tall jukebox. I'll speak to you again soon. Cheers. Bye. Yo, okay.